Coming at you, Michael Pickering here with a special episode today. As most of you are probably aware, a couple of days ago, the Taliban government of Afghanistan announced it was implementing a ban on women in the country attending university, effective immediately. Which means now women can only attend primary school, meaning little girls, really. Women cannot attend school. And that's it. And look, we've talked about Afghanistan and the deterioration of women's rights in the country a lot this past year, year and a half since the Taliban took over. And at every turn, gender inequality in the country is increasing. Things are getting worse. Today, I want to take some time to talk about how we actually measure gender inequality in the world at the global and country level. And for this, we're going to use the United Nations Development Programs Gender Inequality Index, the GII. Now, next year, really just a couple months from now, I will do top 10 country list of how different places are doing, some of them really well, some of them not so well, as far as gender inequality goes, and I'll use these data from this index. But today, we're just talking about how the gender inequality index is constructed, measured, compared across countries, and then finally, how does Afghanistan look via the Gender Inequality Index? So let's go. Firstly, the gender index ranges from 0, 0.0 to 1.0. So every country has a score that's a decimal between 0 and 1. And the actual range, though, because 0 would be perfect gender equality, which sadly does not exist anywhere on Earth, and 1 would be perfect inequality, the actual range of scores that we see countries have goes from a 0 0.013 to a 0.820. And while there are several countries that are hovering around the 0 0.013 mark, the 0 0.820 score is a bit of an outlier, with more countries coming up around the 0.6s as far as the worst countries in the world go as far as gender inequality. Now, the index itself is made up of five indicators that capture health, empowerment, and the labor market. And these five indicators are maternal mortality ratios, adolescent birth rates ages 15 to 19, female and male populations with at least secondary education, female and male shares of parliamentary seats, and female and male labor force participation rates. So the last three in particular, they look at gender gaps, right? Now, those five variables combined produce our index for each country that ranges between 0, 0.0 to 1.0, or in reality, between 0 0.013 and 0 0.820. Now, there are 170 countries scored in the gender inequality index, meaning we're missing about 30 countries that the United Nations did not have the data required to calculate these scores. And you can, and I think you should, take a look at this Excel spreadsheet to see which countries are missing and how other countries are doing that you're curious about. You know, you ever thought about traveling to a different place or you have friends from different places and you're wondering, what is gender inequality like there? 
take a look. It's free and it's an incredible easy Excel spreadsheet to read. Just search online for Gender Inequality Index by the United Nations and scroll down, look for downloads and documents, and it's an Excel spreadsheet. Um, you should check it out. But now that you know how it's all calculated and measured, let's talk about how the world is doing as far as gender inequality goes. So this is the world's 2021 Gender Inequality Index value, meaning an average of all 170 countries. Their value was a 0 0.465, with no changes from 2020 to 2021. Now, 2021's maternal mortality ratio, meaning we're going to look at the five indicators that make up the Gender Inequality Index. We'll look at each one independently and see what their scores are. Right? Remember, these are averages for the, all the countries in the world. The 2021 maternal mortality ratio was 225.4 deaths per 100 live births. That's one out of every 444. That's a lot, people. Adolescent birth rates, 42.5 births per 1,000 women aged 15 to 19. The global share of seats in Parliament was 25.9% female and 74.1% male, a gender gap of 48.2%. Population with at least some secondary education, age 25 and older, 64.2% female, 70.3% male. The gender gap is 6.2%. And the Taliban in Afghanistan's gender policies are directly affecting these numbers, as well as all of the numbers. And labor force participation rates, age 15 and older, 46.2% female, 71.7% male. A gender gap of 25.5%. And those are global numbers. Those are the averages for 170 countries in the year 2021. Now, what about Afghanistan? Afghanistan was ranked number 167 in 2021, meaning almost last place before the news of restrictions of women's rights this year. Before this year, there were only three other countries in 2021 that were measured that were worse as far as gender inequality in comparison to Afghanistan. So, the numbers that make up Afghanistan's gender inequality index in 2021, which it was a 0.678, fourth lowest in the world in 2021. Here we go. Maternal mortality ratio, 638 deaths per 100,000 live births. Adolescent birth rates, 82.6 per 1,000 women ages 15 to 19. Shares of seats in Parliament held by women, 27.2%. Population with at least some secondary education ages 25 and older, 6.4%. Labor force participation rates, ages 15 and older, 14.8%. And that was gender inequality in Afghanistan 
before this year. Where will it go for 2022? What can be done about it? What should be done about it? What will be done about it? What is the United Nations willing to do about it? I mean, the UN collects and publishes these data for a reason. What's the reason, UN? What are you trying to tell us? Write in, people. I'm curious your thoughts.